All right, welcome back to Real Life Keto Radio. And we're taking a little bit of a break at the beginning of 2021 to kind of go off the strict keto wagon and talk about mindset. Because without proper mindset, we never would have made the changes that we've made over the past several years. So just talking about mindset, one of the things that is really important is the use of language. Over the past several years, we've learned to say things in our mind and out loud in a very different way than what we had been used to doing. Like Bridget mentioned in the first half of the show, we used to get together and kind of have like little gripe sessions. And we thought that was healthy. We're like, oh, we're venting, right? But really we were wallowing in the negativity and it fed each other. Like I would bring up something about my husband or my teenager, and then she would throw in something about hers and it just would kind of spiral downward. And what we've learned over the past several years of personal development is moving into a positive mindset and using language to further that. So saying things in the positive, instead of saying, oh, don't forget this. We say, I'm going to remember to stop at the store and get bread and milk. Mm -hmm. Well, not bread because it's keto, but you know what I mean? (laughs) Instead of saying, I need to stop eating junk food. We say, I will eat food that will nourish my body. So it's, it's putting things both in the present tense and in a positive spin. And it's so impactful, not just when you say it, but when you say it to yourselves, Mm -hmm. like a lot of times we've engaged in negative self-talk that we would never allow someone to talk to someone we love in the way that we'll talk to ourselves. You know, we'll say things like I'm lazy, I'm fat, I'm undisciplined, you know? And when you say that over and over, like as a broken record in your head, your mind believes you like, that's what you're telling yourself. And so that becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. So if you're going to say things to yourself, say things in a positive way, right, Bridget? Yes. But a couple of things that as you were talking, Rebecca, made me think of one. So a big thing that we do is our real life keto challenge. If that's something that you're interested in checking out, you can go to ketosystems.com. Um, but what we do with that on, I think the second day is spend a whole day talking about mindset because before you can make such a big shift that the keto lifestyle is, you really have to get into your mind a little bit and think, why have I done this over my whole life? Why is this my default with eating? You have to kind of tackle some of those issues before you can make lasting changes. And so for me, one of the um, personal development things that Rebecca and I went to early on, they talked about, you know, you do have, we do have tendencies as people. So for me, for most of my life, I was a binge eater and since starting the keto lifestyle, that has changed for me. Um, But that's still kind of my default. So instead of saying I'm a binge eater, I'll say things like in the past, I struggled with binge eating. And just that small little tweak to my languaging of putting it in the past rather than owning it as my cross to bear that I still struggle with now, saying in the past makes all the difference in how your mind perceives it. And um, Rebecca mentioned self-fulfilling prophecies, but that is really a thing in our mind. You're, I don't know, I'm probably going to mess up the science a little bit here, but your neuro pathways in your mind, if you are constantly digging that rut of negative, 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 that's what your mind is comfortable with. So in order to make these changes, you have to intentionally start a different path for your mind to kind of default to instead of going with what it's always known. And your mind does not know the difference between what is real and what you're telling it. So for example, there have been lots of studies done on like a basketball team who um, some of them practiced roll free throws and some of them practiced and, 
you know, so some of them they made, some of them they didn't, and some of them just laid and visualized um, getting perfect free throws. And they're between real practice of free throws and imagined practice, the results were the same because their mind, if they're practicing it in your mind, um, it's the same as practicing it in real life. So the stuff that we tell our minds and what we do with it really is establishing who we become. One of the first kind of mindset seminars we went to, um, the person had some sort of scientific background. I don't remember what it was, but he was telling a story and he says, what you focus on becomes larger. And he said that if you're like driving your car and maybe it's um, winter and it's a little slippery and you see a tree to the side, if you say, don't hit the tree, don't hit the tree, don't hit the tree, like you're having your mind's eye focus on the tree. And that's where your car will tend to go, even though you're trying to say, don't hit it. So what you want to focus on is the road, like stay on the road, stay on the road. So it's the same way with focusing on things that are positive or negative. When you focus on something that's negative, it grows. And when you share it with somebody else, it grows and it infects them basically. Whereas when you focus on the positive, that tends to, to spread as well. Like you all know that friend when they come in, they're just kind of boisterous and jolly and happy. And like everybody else around them seems to be happy. Like people are drawn to them because they enjoy that energy. And on the flip side, we all know that person, that sad Sally, who no matter what you say, always comes up with a wow, wow, and you know, kind of whining about everything. And if you spend too much time around that person, you fall into that trap as well. All right, I had a couple of thoughts there while you were talking. One is, you know, again, going back to the keto lifestyle and what that looks like. So instead of saying, you know, I'm fat, I'm always going to be fat. I'm a binge eater, switching that over to, I am a work in progress, but I am, look how I've made progress. Look how I went a whole week without, you know, having a lot of carbs or just that positive thing. I am a healthy, um, vivacious person, just choosing those words over the negative self-talk that we tend to do. And for me, a bit, really big thing is gratitude and what that looks like. So um, when I feel myself being negative, like Rebecca mentioned earlier, um, when she was sitting in that you know car on Christmas Eve and everything was just like terrible, she wasn't going to get to see her family, um, and her you know her husband was in the hospital and all that. It's taking your negative your your natural inclination to be negative. And finding things to be positive for, finding things to be grateful for. Um, so it's just that intentional flip. And, you know, for me, I do a gratitude journal where I write down the things that I'm thankful for. And I now have thousands of things in my journal that I have just written over the last couple of years. But it's the taking things like even when I'm doing laundry, like, and I'm like, oh, all this dirty laundry, like that's my natural thought. And just that's a small thing, but it's, you know, you think about those negative things building up all day long. Um, when I'm thinking that about the laundry, I instead take like whoever's laundry I'm doing and like, oh, I'm so thankful for this person and choosing gratitude for that person as I'm doing the laundry or um, like, I don't like to cook. So as I'm cooking and I'm having like, oh, a grouchy thought. Maybe it's because you say I don't like to cook. It's true. Busted. <laughs> um, but as in the past. And, in the past, when I didn't like to cook, that's you're right. Um, and that's the kind of thing we do for each other is having that accountability, um, which is a huge part of what we do with the keto sisters is that accountability with each other. Like I need that. I need to be reminded. But in the past, when I have been grouchy with cooking, 
Instead, I think, wow, how nice that I just get to go to a grocery store and look how convenient things are for me versus people in Honduras or, you know, other places that we've been where just putting a meal on the table is such a struggle. And, you know, God, thank you that I'm able to not have to worry about, am I going to have money to eat? You know, just those types of things instead of dwelling in the negative of, oh, maybe this isn't my favorite thing. Yeah. Um, And I think this is a great thing, especially if you're a parent of younger children, it's a great exercise to teach them when they're young. Like when they come to you and they're complaining about something or they're fighting with their sibling, like make them say something nice about their sibling, Mm -hmm. make them say something nice about like a bad situation. Like what, what did you learn from this? Or what can you be grateful for even in this negative situation? Not that you don't acknowledge the emotions that are normal when something bad happens, but acknowledge them and then bring the focus back to what's the positive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I, now that you're saying that I'm thinking about my kids when they would say, like when they would be ungrateful, I would make them say, thank you, mom, for doing this to me. Like, oh, I don't like what we're eating for dinner. I would make them say like, thank you, mom, for cooking dinner. <laughs> Just little things like this that really do make a big difference. Um, So early on, one of the things that we went to talked about affirmations, and we spent a lot of time creating our own affirmations. Um, And what that means is just positive things. Some of them you may already be um, like characteristics of you, and some of them are things that you're shooting for in the future that you want to be. And so we spent a long time thinking of different adjectives and different nouns and things like that that we wanted to define us. And we've tweaked ours over the last couple of years, but I know Rebecca's husband, John, does this as well. Um, so we all have our affirmations that we have worked on. And I say mine to myself, you know, sometimes multiple times in a day, I like to start my day with my affirmation. Like I, you know, start it with gratitude, writing in my gratitude journal, and then re- kind of reciting my affirmation. And I have felt over the last few years, I've gotten to watch myself become who I um, kind of projected myself to want to be a couple of years ago. And there's still some of them that I'm working on, of course, um, but I am getting to watch some of them unfold as I'm claiming this as this is who I am. This is who I'm becoming. Um, so they're really powerful things. And that's our, our takeaway for you today is to create your own affirmation and start saying it. Yeah. Saying it out loud, preferably in a mirror and standing and with some energy, you know, maybe even moving, like get it down deep into your soul. Um, Cause I know when I started doing this, like in the past, I've never described myself as a generous person, for example. I've always in the past considered myself more of a selfish person. And so part of my affirmation is describing myself as generous because that is something I was aspiring to be. And I've seen that in my life that it's just, I'm naturally becoming more generous. I'm thinking about doing things for other people, sending things to other people, buying things for other people, doing acts of service for other people. Not because it's something that I think I should do, but because it's part of who I am now. And I I attribute a large part of that to stating that I am generous when in fact I wasn't generous. So I thought it'd be fun to end with both of us saying our affirmations. And Rebecca's like, should we write it down? I'm like, I, you know, I, we know, we know it. We've been saying them for years, just to kind of give you an idea of what it is that we're striving toward. And then just to challenge you to do this for yourself and write some form of this, something that you can claim and own and work toward in the year 2021. Yeah. And so I'm going to warn you, um, of course, on the radio, you can't see us, but we also tend to put this up on our YouTube channel. And I tend to wiggle when I do that, because I heard someone speak that says, 
if you are moving when you state your affirmation, it gets it down deep. And so just a word of warning for those of you that may be watching. All right, here we go. I, Bridget, am an authentic, blessed, coachable, charismatic, tenacious, humble, daughter of the most hiking, servant leader, and legacy builder who inspires others, leads by example, lives life to the full, gives generously, and builds champions. And I am a legend. Aww. I, Rebecca Hannafan, am an authentic, courageous, dependable, deserving, grateful, generous, radiant, loving, captivating, and positive wife, mother, coach and beloved daughter of the most high king who inspires change provides for my family and others and spreads wealth health and joy and goes for it every single day and i'm a champion so i would just challenge you to take this thing that might seem small but that can make a huge impact on your 2021 and beyond and establish who you want to become and claim it for yourself and you will not believe the changes that um, will manifest in your lives so if you're interested in learning more, you can go to reallifeketo.com. We have tons of resources there, all kinds of content and things that are going to help you on your real life keto journey, help you to maximize what you're trying to do with your health. Now, Rebecca was a lawyer. I am a lawyer. Rebecca is a lawyer, so she loves disclaimers. So here she goes. <laughs> all right. So we are not your medical professionals. In fact, we are not even medical professionals. We are just sharing our experience and opinions. So you should not take anything that we say as medical advice. In fact, you should always work with your medical provider to make any changes in your supplementation, your nutrition, your exercise, whether or not you fast, just run all that by your medical provider. Also, any results we discuss may not be typical and are not guaranteed. Do you feel disclaimed? If you made it this far, you would get along really well with Rebecca, but I would definitely make fun of you. 